This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. All right, let's talk climate change and a very disturbing report that came out from Environment and Climate Change Canada. And it says that our country is warming up twice as fast as the rest of the world. And it's even happening faster in winter. Let's find out more about this and what's going on. Nathan Gillette is with us now, Senior Scientist at Environment and Climate Change Canada, one of the authors of this report. Nathan, thanks for joining us. Thank you. What is going on in Canada that we would be having this happen faster here? Um, Well, that's right. So Canada is warming at about twice the global rate. And there's a couple of reasons for that. Uh, One of them is that as ice and snow melt, um, that the ground tends to absorb more heat from the sun uh, and it warms up more quickly. So that that, uh, mechanism happens more in the Arctic and in high-latitude countries like Canada. Um, Also, the land is warming more than the ocean. And again, that contributes to Canada warming at a faster rate than the global average. Okay, so what does that mean for us then? So like, no matter what we do, is that still going to keep happening? Um, Well, Canada has warmed and is continued going to continue to warm at about twice the global average but uh, the emissions that we um, the emissions of greenhouse gases from now going into the future will be what determines uh, the level of global warming in the future and uh, one of the conclusions from the report is that under under a scenario where we continue to increase emissions we could expect around six degrees of warming in Canada on average by the end of the century whereas on a scenario if we're able to start cutting emissions globally and um, decrease them to, uh, through the first part of the century, then we could expect only about two further, two further degrees of warming this century, which would be a much more moderate uh, amount of climate change. Now, how much, though, do we have to cut those emissions globally to get the better outcome? Um, right. So, yes, the scenario that we looked at is one that's consistent with meeting the two-degree global mean warming goal in the Paris Climate Agreement, and that has um, emissions of greenhouse gases starting to decline very soon and declining to um, zero in just after 2050, so in the second half of this century. Okay. So big declines. Yeah, that's, that's a big change, though. Are we up for this? Um, <clears throat> so that's not really the subject of the report, uh, although you know, there are technologies, I think, that, that can get us to, uh, to big reductions in emissions. Um, The report is focused on um, looking at the climate change that would result depending on whether we follow a high emission scenario or a low emission scenario and um, some of the um, effects that will have on the climate in Canada to to inform decisions about uh, climate mitigation. Well, can we talk about the better outcome scenario? That's the two degree one? Sure. Okay, so what kind of impact would that have? Like, what would we notice with that scenario? Um, I mean, I think in any case, we are going to see ongoing impacts um, so we've already observed, for example, an increase in heat waves in Canada, so more extreme warmth. Uh, we've ex- observed an overall um, increase in rainfall. We've observed a bigger fraction of, um, of rain to snow, so more rain and less snow. Um, so there are a number of areas where we've already observed impacts. Um, we've, we've observed increases in sea level. Uh, we've observed changes in river flow patterns, so that as with uh, melting glaciers and melting snow, the peak in the stream flow in rivers is occurring earlier in the year. So we would expect all these trends to continue, whichever scenario we follow, um, but there'll be much more moderate changes in the uh, 
scenario where we reduce emissions than the one with increasing emissions. Right. So the one with the increasing emissions, that's six degree difference. That, that could be a huge difference. Absolutely, yes. And the six degrees is the average across Canada. Um, if we look at the average in the winter, which is when we expect to see the strongest warming, um, that the warming in the north, which again, the north of Canada is the place area where, where we expect the strongest warming, is uh, above 11 degrees in the model average prediction. So that is a very large warming um, that would be projected under that scenario. Okay, so Nathan, then when you put out a report like this, right, obviously it gets a lot of people's attention. What do you hope happens as a result? Well, I think that um, the, the report is intended to, uh, and it's the first in a series of reports on climate change in Canada that are looking at, so this one's looking at climate change itself, but there are other reports following up which are looking at the impacts of climate change. And there's really two main um, aims for, for publishing the reports. One is to inform adaptation to climate change. So how can we, we uh, how can we, for example, change our buildings so that they're able to withstand climate change in the future better? Um, but, you know, there's lots of things we can do to adapt to climate change. And then the other is to inform um, uh, policy on climate change mitigation, so reducing emissions to um, reduce future climate change. And, of course, climate change is a global problem um, with the climate change is driven by global emissions, but every country um, and even every individual has a part to play or can contribute to reducing emissions and reducing climate change. That's part of the problem, though, too, isn't it, Nathan? Though we talk, It is a global problem, but trying to tackle it as a country, you always get that attitude from people who are saying, like, well, why should we do this when other countries aren't going to pitch in? Um, well, it's true. I think that, you know, we do need um, international agreement um, to, to make a... a to, to make progress on climate, or well, that that helps make progress on climate change. You know, we do have the Paris Climate Agreement, which um, commits countries to limiting global warming to two degrees and making reductions in emissions. Uh, and you know, a, a lot of countries have pledged reduced emissions to, to uh, get us towards meeting those targets. Um, but at the same time, it is also the case that any reduction in emissions will contribute to reducing future climate change. So I agree it's a hard problem, but I think that um, there is some, there is some uh, efforts underway that to, to, to help us meet those goals. Right. So essentially anything we can do will make some kind of a difference. Yes, absolutely. All yeah. right. It's really, the, it's really the total amount of emissions that determines the total amount of future climate change. And so anything that we can do to reduce those emissions will reduce future climate change. See, that's, that's promising then. I think people can work with that. Nathan, thank you so much for your time. Thanks a lot. That is Nathan Gillette, a senior scientist at Environment and Climate Change Canada, and one of the authors of this report.